Everybody, I'm Mike. I'm Brian. And this is Hooping with Mike and Brian. Welcome back to another episode here today. Whoa, a lot has happened in the NBA world. A shocking trade has happened. Before I get into it, my guy Brian, how we doing, my man? Doing great, man. Happy to be here. Uh, yeah, we it, was, it actually all went down the day after we recorded uh, last week's episode, so we missed mm-hmm. it by a day, but... That just means today's episode is going to be even more. And obviously, before I forget, we are out on all platforms, as we know. Um, oh, well, I'm, I'm trying to have a brain fart for a second. Yeah, no. Uh, at Hoopin, Mike and Brian on all, on all streaming platforms. At Hoopin.mb on uh, Instagram and, and TikTok. At Hoopin underscore MB uh, on Twitter as well. And then along with that, as I said, out on all platforms. But, so be sure to show love. And uh, yeah, I think last last week's episode was aired on U92. This week's episode should be as well, so we appreciate mm-hmm. it. And uh, yeah, man, it's exciting. Yeah, shout out U92, and thanks for giving us this platform. Yeah, for sure. We're going to be live, what, I believe it's every Friday of around 10 o'clock? Yeah, 10, 10 to 11 a.m. 10 to 11 a.m., so if you're an early riser, like an early bird getting the worm, um, definitely t- tune in if, you're, yeah. if, you're, if, you like to listen, if you like to listen to hoops. So, um, but today's episode... Uh, first two segments, we're gonna be talking pretty much just a trade with the Bucks, and then also Drew Holiday going to the Celtics. Lastly, third segment, we're gonna get into just predictions going into the season. Let's see how we feel about you know particular teams we see on the rise, and see who we see. You know, probably ain't gonna do nothing. So, wow, Bry, yeah. Damian Lillard is going to the Milwaukee Bucks. Drew Holiday to the Celtics. We got De- DeAndre Ayton to the Blazers. What what are we thinking, man? How would you feel? How would you feel first time hearing this? I mean, I was shocked for word. I mean, I could I mean, I think a lot yeah. of people could know how I feel, but Yeah, I mean, ahead. um obviously, I'm sure you have a unique perspective as a Heat fan. I remember I was uh, I was sitting enjoying my lunch and I got a little alert on my phone uh, on Twitter. Saying breaking news and said Damian Lillard, Lillard traded to and then they cut off and I'm thinking about it, oh he's probably got traded to Miami. And I open up it I open up the tweet and I see Milwaukee Bucks and I kid you not, my jaw just drops. Like I'm not even kidding. I was like, wow. And then you see the haul they get. Um and I, my initial thoughts were just this I mean, if this doesn't make Giannis want to stay with the Bucks, I don't know what will and that just shows that they're committed to winning. Um, and I know how Tanner Mounts, uh, a fellow member of United 2, felt about uh, the Heat not getting him. I'm sure Mike feels a similar way. Um, but my thoughts about it was, wow. That was, those are my thoughts. And obviously the Drew Holiday trade, which we'll get into later, same thing. I mean, just, just this whole thing, how it went down and how the Bucks kind of didn't have to give up as much as I thought they'd have to. No disrespect to Drew Holiday. But we'll get into our thoughts about it later. But, Mike, I mean, like, what were your initial thoughts when you heard about it? Well, I, I mean, at first – so the day was going by. I was driving. I didn't even know what was going on. Yeah, I think at, I texted you. All. You were like, I don't even know what's going on. I don't even know what's <laughs> going on. My Shout out to my cousin, Joseph. Shout out to you, JoJo. He called me in the middle of driving. Hey, did you just, yo, I'm so sorry what happened, blah, blah, blah. Like saying sorry and everything. He's just like, you almost had him. Like, what the heck just happened? Like crazy. And yeah. I'm just like. And I was like, and it's funny because before that I saw a picture and I thought it was just an edited picture. I thought it was just, you know, yeah. somebody bringing up some stuff. And I saw that edited picture of Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton, and, and Giannis and Brooke. And I was just like, I was like, well, that would be messed up if that happened. And then my cousin calls me and I'm like, oh, 
my gosh, he's going to going to the Bucks. I don't. I was lost for words at first, and I was like, "Dang, that stinks!" Like, but I was like, "I, I, uh, I, I had a, I had like a real moment right there. Where I was just like, they, they probably traded who I think they traded just yeah. for that piece, and I was like, they probably traded what we probably don't have, but." Oof, I, I I was a little I was a little shocked. I was a little hurt because especially when like but I shouldn't cuz to be honest when you look at it when guys are like, "Oh, I want to go specifically to this team." It never really works out. Yeah. But like guys were like, "Oh, I want to specifically stay with this team." You saw it with then they leave. Um obviously I'm not trying to throw it in your face, but you saw it when Bradley Beal and Kevin Durant wanted to go to the Heat as well. Like they said I want to go to Miami yeah. and then obviously they ended up both on the Suns. Um yeah, so I mean, obviously, players of those of the, of those caliber, they have say and where they want to go. I mean, rightfully so, Dame deserved to have a say. Um, and me, me and Tanner Mount were arguing about it, but I, at the end of the day, obviously, Dame's uh, initial destination was the Heat. But I think the Bucks did him pretty right, getting him to a situation where he's really going to compete for a championship. And I don't know if there's any other. I don't know if he's in a. It could be in a better position at this point in his career. To be honest with you, playing with Giannis, I mean, it, I don't. Yeah, I, I can't get much better than that. Yeah, no, it's a oh, it's a matchmaking in heaven for him. I think for it's Giannis, perfect, yeah. it's like even for Giannis, I mean, it's another snipe. It's dude, it's, this sniper is literally at the half court line. That's how dangerous they are. You have to, and Giannis in the full court too. It's like crazy. Like I, they just like I don't know who. And then your third option is just Chris Middleton. And you still have Brook Lopez. You still have Brook Lopez. Like even Davis off the bench too. My poor is off the bench, so like you don't even have to worry because you kind of have you have a slight depth. I mean, they did. That's maybe one thing that did hurt them a little bit was the depth that they kind of got rid of. Yeah, but that's gonna happen though in a trade like this. Yeah, in a trade like this, because I, I I had to go back because I I remember I did say some things about like when we talked about a little bit about the trade about we said like the Suns winning it and I and I kind of said the Suns won it. More, but when I looked back and I said, "Dang, no, this is really just a match made in heaven for the Bucks." Like, like, dude, they made sixty wins off of you know Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton with a hurt Giannis and hurt guys during the season. Now you had Damian Lillard. Like, I I don't know, sixty wins. I don't know. I think I'm going crazy, and I I think they might reach seventy. Wow. Yeah. The only thing I'll say, the only worry I have about this team is probably their perimeter defense now that they lost Drew Holiday. But what does that matter? But I mean, does do? But what Drew Holiday was great, and I loved it. But even when it came to playoffs, yeah, his Jimmy numbers fifty, his numbers dropped. But like to be honest, do you have to worry yeah, about I, that with guys like Burke Lopez and Giannis? Yeah. I was going to say it's not. It's not that I'd be worried. It's just like that's the only. That's the only question mark I could have. But um, I mean, Dame is not as bad as a defender I think as people kind of say he is. But also, I mean. Chris Middleton's still a very solid defender. And, yeah, no, Chris Middleton Gian- is. Giannis, I mean, if you have to put Giannis out on the perimeter, the length fine. on that team is fine. crazy. So uh, yeah, I th- I think you put it well, Mike. That's not something I don't know if worry is the right word. That's the only I guess question mark I have. But they're gonna be just fine, man. If they stay healthy too. They are like like I said, unless the unless it shows in the depth that it hurts maybe long term. Yeah, but those guys are going to play. I think close to seventy five games. That's the thing, and here's here's another thing that I think it's match made in heaven. Who's really great in the regular season? Giannis and the Bucks. They they always they last three four years. Who's great in the playoffs that we know is a great guard in the playoffs when he plays? Damian Lillard. But also, it's like the pick and roll is scary, man. Oh my! Like Dame, Dame could just reject it, hit a three. Like 
they have to if you're defending this team, you literally have to pick them up from half court. Yeah, from full court. I mean, like the the options they can do is gonna be cra- and Dame's a very good passer as well. And yeah, Giannis being the rim runner who he is, and with Brooke Lopez as well, like <sighs> it, it really is a match made in heaven. I don't know if there's any It's crazy because if even if you think about it, it's like let's say Giannis goes down, then Brooke Lopez comes in the forcer in the paint. He's like, Okay, I'm the biggest guy now. I know what to do with the my back to the my back to the rim. I know what to do. He becomes an enforcer, and then it's Damian Lillard and him working on that, and it's just it, it's a crazy duo. And then you have still Chris Middleton as your second guy with with Damian Lillard. That's like two shoes. That's like another you could almost say it's another little rendition of Steph and Clay, like kind of like rendition of if when it could be just him and Chris Middleton. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's the roles fit. Yeah, and I think. I don't know how the Bucks kept Mar- Marjan Bochamp. I thought mm-hmm. like that was. I think he has a lot of potential. He didn't really play a ton last year. I don't think they just. I didn't think they believed in that potential. I think they believed in because um, I know they didn't really. I mean, the Drew Holiday. I think they were looking more with. Um, I think Portland really more tried to get this to trade flip. from the Suns. Yeah, yeah, and then they also could flip Drew. Yeah. But I'm saying like I'm surprised like they didn't somehow get Marjan Bochamp in that. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But I mean, yeah, and the the Bucks also signed Malik Beasley too, who will be a great. Uh, uh, if he starts True. at the two, where Connaughton or if Connaughton starts, like that's a pretty yeah. good bench piece. I'm thinking Connaughton because he's a little bit more defensively. Yeah, I think, so. and Malik can shoot off the bench, yeah. so that's why I don't think the the Bucks bench probably isn't amazing, but it's not awful. It's not as bad as no. the Suns was last year. It it looks like players that that are right for the role that that we think they're gonna run. Like and it's gonna champ, be a lot of like yeah. five out. It's gonna be a lot of. Giannis controlling the ball and Dane controlling the mm. ball, and it's going to be a lot of pick and roll, pick and pop with certain guys, and certain guys cut into the paint. So yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm interested to see what your thoughts are on this, but I honestly didn't. I don't think I didn't really love the trade for the Suns. Yeah. I I think uh, Yusuf Nurkic, he's kind of on the back end of his career, he's coming off a couple injuries. Uh, he can't really defend very well, and I don't think DeAndre Ayton's as bad as people think he is. I think he's going to be. He's in a pretty good situation now in Portland. Um, I mean, you do get in this year little on Grayson Allen, but I I don't know if I love I, the depth wise. I get it, but at the center position, it's kind of like a hole now. I don't think Nurkic can be that. I, I don't think he's going to be that guy. Maybe he will be, but I don't know. If he if he's healthy to where he feels like maybe in shape to himself, maybe I don't I don't know because I, I do understand. But the guy can still give you a double double. Like he yeah. still is averaging around a double double, and I mean. Yeah, he's older. The defensive lacks, but I mean, I think those rebound, the rebounding is gonna yeah, work no, for him. No, I, I, I get that. It's just I think the problem for me is, is I guess I don't think the perimeter defense for the Suns is all that well. And having DeAndre Aiden being, he's still a good rim protector. I don't know if Nurkic can do that. So that's why the Suns, I think, defensively are gonna struggle. But I mean, this year Little is a good two way player who can come off the bench, and Grayson Allen yeah. can defend as well and shoot threes. So I, I get what they're saying, and honestly, they probably had to get Aiden out of there. And Nurkic mm-hmm. isn't an awful replacement. You think it was like. I think I think the organization. I think everyone as a whole was done with him. Yeah, and I think he was done with them too. I think yeah. he was, and he's. In, I don't know if you saw the video. He looks really happy in Portland. I'm honestly. I mean, I'm happy <laughs> you see for the him. T- the dominates, dominates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something I mean, like that. The, dominate. The Blazers are gonna be. They're gonna be competitive. I mean, they got a pretty solid roster. They're not gonna make the playoffs. On paper, because we see the potential, but we don't know. I mean, you're gonna, because you're still gonna. Here, here's what I gotta say. I. I I I see it being a fit for the Trailblazers. Got to get getting another younger guy, bigger like you know you get your big man, young guy that's gonna fit with your other young guy with Scoot. 
and Aunt Simons and all of them, but this was kind of the problem with with him when he was doing it with the Suns. He was asking for a lot. He was wanting the ball more, wanting more touches when he was, you know, having to deal with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, correct? Yeah, and, and you he's know? kind of soft too. He wants to spend time on the on the like the mid range. He doesn't really mid range doesn't, and then all, you know, defensively sometimes he's slacking. He doesn't mm-hmm. really even falls playing asleep. hard. Falls asleep. And here's the thing: if he's going to be asking more, who are the Trailblazers are really trying to bring up? Who's really their guy that they're trying to be? Si- uh, are you saying like Simons? No, like, no, what do you Scoot. mean? Like, oh, you're, yeah, 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 yeah. Scoot. It's going to be Scoot. So he's still going to have to be almost like a second guy in a way. He and might be I don't. A third guy, yeah. And he might be a third guy with Ant. Like I like the way they played last year. Ant had the ball the whole time. Shaden Sharp balled out at the end of the year last well. Yeah, last year. That's another thing. So that's that's another guy he has to compete with. I mean, yes, maybe next year and the year after, obviously he's probably like the number one probably option with Ant because there's probably gonna be a lot of pick and roll, but I mean, it looks really, really good with the young potential. Like definitely two K team. I'm definitely picking this team on two oh, K yeah. and building this oh, team yeah. around. Oh, of course, a hundred percent, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. we'll see. I'm very, I'm very hopeful on this team. This is definitely a team that I will say tune in for section, you know, three yeah. segment three because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know predictions going forward. Because, I mean, potentially with the young potential they have, they could be a, a really good team. Yeah, you know, because we yeah. we we've seen a lot of their guys. Because I mean, we're not even focusing a lot, but I mean, if the guy puts up the same numbers he put up, the guy that signed the max contract on that team, yeah, if he put up the same numbers as last year, and then you have. DeAndre and do what he's doing. Ant Simons and then Scoot maybe acting like he's rookie of the year or you know being in the argument rookie of the year. That's going to be very scary team yeah. then in the West probably probably top. I'd be at least playoff. Oh yeah, eight if that if they're if they live up to that potential. But you know we'll have to see. Yeah. So I, no, I agree. I think it's going to be interesting how it plays out. But I mean, hats off to Portland for getting a decent return. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, Por- Portland. Portland had a really good, like, looking forward type of trade. Yeah. Like, they did really good on this. And, like, they they got what they wanted. And it's like, like uh, it's just hard to say because it's just, as a Heat fan, it's just like, I saw what trade we were giving them that they rejected, that we were just like, ah. Because really the, the first thing the Trailblazers did ask, and everybody knew that right off the bat, was they asked for Bam. And it was just like no. Yeah, no. I, I, I was yeah. Obviously, if you're the Heat, I, I, I don't think it's re, I, I don't think it's as ridiculous for the Blazers to ask for Bam as people are saying though. Like, uh-huh. obviously, if you're the Heat, I, I don't think I, I wouldn't give up Bam. But I don't think it's but unreasonable. That's the thing. For them to I don't ask. know why you look at our team and think we're gonna give up Bam. I just don't. I think I saw like because to be honest, I would argue Bam's our best player. You don't think it's Jimmy? I think Jimmy is, but Jimmy's older. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I, I just I don't think it's unreasonable as 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 unreasonable as people were saying for them to ask for Bam. Like I yeah. I, I get why the Heat obviously shut that down right away. I, like I yeah. agree with them for doing that, but I mean he's a young upcoming big. Like I don't think. I mean obviously if you're the Heat also like why would you trade for Dame if you're giving up Bam? Like I I completely understand yeah. that. I mean, we were give, we were willing to give up one of our other. I mean, I would have hated it, but we were willing to give up Jovich. And Tyler Hero, and then a couple yeah. f- first yeah. picks, and then first round swap picks, and I was just like, "But the Heat also didn't want to give up Caleb Martin at one point as well." Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I could understand why, but I mean, for Dame, I mean, 
My whole thing was if they, if they because this the if they I don't added think Caleb Martin, were asking for no they did, Caleb. I think they did at one point. I know they, they did, did at one point, but the, he like were hesitant to do it. Mm. But I mean, I mean that would hit hurt our depth really because yeah, yeah, we yeah. wouldn't have a lot of people exactly. on our team because right now we're kind of depending on like our two way contract guys but, like Orlando. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And also, like honestly, I don't think the Blazers it would have been smart for them to take Hero because. They're, they're young guards. I think Simon's – I'm not saying they're as good as Tyler Hero, but with Simon, Scoot, and Shaden Sharp, I don't know if Hero really would fit in that fit in that style of play just because they play very similar. And, like, sure. I, I don't – like, I see why the Blazers did not – weren't like, oh, let's just get Tyler Hero. I, I, I understand where they were coming from with that. Obviously, talent-wise, Tyler Hero is very talented, and he's a six-man of the year. But um, I, I do think that it's um not ridiculous for them to ask for Bam, as people were saying. As ridiculous. I'm not saying it's not ridiculous. I'm saying it's not. I think people have kind of blown it out of the water a little bit too much. Yeah, I can understand where you're coming from. I, I, I get it. I just, I, I, I see it from more of the point that you're just like, okay, if we're looking at number one, number two options, maybe like two untouchables. Yeah. You think Jimmy and Bam. Yeah, no. For, for, yeah. I, yeah, no, I'm not saying Bam is not an untouchable, but. I, I I just don't think it was as ridiculous as because like when you think Bucks first off the bat untouchables, Giannis nice. and Middleton. I was gonna say yeah yeah I don't know if Middleton would be untouchable to be honest with you. What about Brooke? I don't think he'd be untouchable. Okay, Drew was Drew what he's was not untouchable? untouchable. I guess he wasn't. So I guess then I yeah. Well, I you knew if you were the Bucks, if you were gonna give up. So anybody, then Bam was more, is more un, is <laughs> like when I think of untouchable, I'm thinking like the absolute best players in the league, like Luka, Jokic. That's fair. That's fair, but but you don't think un, untouchables can possibly be like those just those guys on the team that are like like probably that young franchise. You no, know, they guy, can be like like Victor Wembanyama, untouchable. Yes, right now. Yeah. Yeah, right now. I'm but, I mean, you don't know, like, the next four or five years. Well, like, give me an example of a young guy you're thinking of. Besides Bam, obviously. Like, in the four or five year span? Like, yeah. I mean, we'll think of his draft class. What was his draft class? Who? In uh, Bam's? Bam. Wasn't that, like, Shea in them? Yeah, Shea would be untouchable. Shea would definitely so be So, Shea would be in there. Shea, Shea is 100% Shea, untouchable. Shea is, uh, is an untouchable. I mean, Luca, I think, was in that trash. So, Luca would be an untouchable. Trey Young. I don't, Trey, I, I don't know if Trey Young's untouchable. Just because, I mean, he's been in trade talks. I think that's just because this market, the market that he's in, he's in if, Atlanta. If, I mean, you, you and me are very high on on Trey Young. So, oh yeah, very, if it was oh yeah. up to me, I wouldn't trade Trey Young. But I, I wouldn't say he's completely untouchable as Luca. Dang, I forget he's in that draft class. Yeah, so he's as soon as that. Yeah, so I guess he. Dang, so he's a weird. I mean, but that's also because he hasn't gotten along with the. It's been weird with the yeah, Atlanta Hawks. So. Yeah. Um. So I when I, yeah when I say untouchable like. It's just like the absolute best guys in the league. Like Devin Booker, untouchable. Donovan Mitchell, yeah. untouchable. Donovan Mitchell, untouchable. That's fair. I mean, Ant Edwards, untouchable. Yeah. So it still could be the guys on the younger end. No, I'm getting Ant Edwards out, well. out of there because he does not need to be a minute. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. But no. Yeah. I I agree though. I I I do. And as a Heat fan, I I wouldn't want to give up Bam. So I I understand both sides. Going back to that point before. Yeah. So I mean, we'll get we'll get into that. I mean, just going into that. Pretty much is all some of it. So, but now we're gonna get into this break here, and in this segment, we're gonna go into pretty much the Celtics trade, getting Drew Holiday for the second segment. So, stay tuning in, Brian. Yeah, you're listening to Hooping with Mike and Brian right here on U92 The Moose. What's popping? What's popping, everybody? I'm Mike. I'm Brian. 
and this is Hooping with Mike and Brian, and welcome back. We're in segment two of Hooping with Mike and Brian, and we are going to get into the Celtics trade for Drew Holiday. Yeah, Drew Holiday to the Celtics team, a nice fully. Man, the, the Celtics come out of the offseason looking pretty well, man. I mean, pretty, they, pretty well. Yeah, they saw the Bucks making moves, and they're like, all right, man, we got to make a move too. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, you get Drew Holiday. You, you give up Malcolm Brogdon, Rob Williams, 2024 first-round pick from the Warriors and the 2029 unprotected first-round pick. Um, I mean, if you're the Celtics, I actually love the trade. I think that obviously Robert Williams is rim presence. You'll miss that. And Malcolm Brogdon off the bench. You'll miss that as well. But you had to make a move after the Bucks, uh, getting Damian Lillard for that. Um, so I, I think uh, obviously I said it before. His perimeter defense is outstanding. I think he's. I kind of phrased this the other day. I think I was talking to my dad. Drew Holiday is a great player. I think he's so underrated that he's slightly overrated. Like everyone says, Drew Holiday is underrated. It's like I don't know how much more this guy can be underrated if everyone's saying he's underrated. Uh, nonetheless, he's a great player, great two-way player. I, I think at times his shot selection is a little iffy. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially I saw it in the playoffs a little bit. Um, yeah. But, I mean, other than that, he, he, I think what he brings to the table, I mean, maybe he deserves to take a couple bad shots because he's guarding the best player, you know, 48 minutes. Um, but I, I, I love the trade for the Celtics. Now you got um, – so at, at point, uh, you, got, you got Brown, you got um, Holiday, you got Tatum, you got Porzingis, and who's, who's even there? Al Horford's there for maybe? I'll hope it will probably be there for. I mean, I feel like the trade hurt him a little bit, but they do add. I feel like the guys that step in the role like Chris Stapps and Drew Holiday are probably going to like their roles a little bit better in these ones because Chris Stapps, every time he kind of gets signed, it's almost like he kind of has to be like the second guy, yeah. maybe the third guy. Now he's kind of being the third guy, maybe the fourth guy behind Drew. You can know? he stay healthy though too? But that's that's the thing. Can he stay healthy? Can Drew? I mean, I feel like the Drew was an, uh I feel like they got a better, like an upgraded version of Marcus Smart. To be honest, I think that I think that's fair. Or I a think better they, version of Marcus, or like just better, better. I Marcus. mean, I, I kind of see where they're coming from. I mean, Drew Holiday at the end of the day was arguably the second best player of a championship team. Mm-hmm. So he has a lot that he can bring to the table. Um, mm-hmm. And I think defensively, it just elevates. I mean, Tatum took a, a very big step defensively last year. Jalen Brown's still getting there a little bit. Yeah. And you do have that room presence of Porzingis, but, but you lose Robert Williams, which I think might hurt them a little bit, if, especially if Porzingis doesn't stay healthy. And but, they traded um, Brogdon. Brogdon. Yeah, and I think giving Brogdon. up Marcus Smart's going to hurt them a little bit as well. But as you said, Drew Holiday is like a better version of Marcus Smart, respectfully. Um, I, I mean, if, again, if you're the Celtics, I, li- I like the trade a lot. I think I think it ma- I think it makes sense in that aspect. Like, I mean, the, the Bucks reloaded. The, the I mean, the East. Would you say it's a two man show? What the? Like, would you the East? Uh, would you say it's like, like what other teams can look like? It, with it looks two? like right now because I mean, other than that, I mean, the only other teams you guys, the Cavs. I mean, sorry, I mean. Next other team would probably be your guys' team, Next, really. You don't know, think the Sixers? Regular season wise, I'm sure they'll be up I there. Mean, I don't know either. Unless this know. team's intact. I mean, unless they make a crazy move too that maybe includes another team that we're not expecting or a team that we're expecting. Because, like, I mean, other than that, I don't see anything going forward. Yeah. Other than that. But. Yeah, this this does look like really a two two team conference yeah, here in the East, man. So I guess 
Would you say the Cavs are the third best team? I'd yeah, on yeah, Cavs would be the third best team. Yeah, I'd probably say Cavs, and probably the Knicks and Sixers below them a little bit. Knicks, Sixers, and then um, the Heat. Maybe would you say Heat are at sixth? I think if the Bulls can, uh, well, the thing is they don't have Lonzo's. Yeah, I wouldn't say the Bulls. Now that I think I'd, of it, yeah, I'd have to put the Heat. Yeah, Heat, and then I know. Yeah, and then there's some young teams that can make a jump. Like I, as we said, I yeah. I mean, if you want to look at young teams this year, definitely Pistons and Magic. Eastern Conference, Eastern yeah. Conference. Watch the Eastern Conference games. Pistons and Magic are two teams that we'll get into it later for the predictions. But there's teams that it's interesting can make the you, jump. You, you, I mean, even with this team, I mean, they stay healthy. Just looking for like the roster. I mean, Al Horford's still playing, which is just interesting. But I mean, he's still gonna keep playing till he's done. But yeah, um, yeah, the East is really kind of just. I mean, the Raptors are gonna be interesting as well. With I mean, they got a solid starting five, I think. Um, but the, I mean, I just don't see any other teams really competing with with those two teams if they can stay healthy, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, I don't know. I mean, there's just not many. Teams that are on that level, especially in the East. I mean, in the West, you know, we could talk about the West um, in that sense. Like, I mean, obviously the Nuggets are coming back, losing Bruce Brown. You st- I mean, the West, the West is gonna gonna be a dogfight for sure. Oh yeah, the West is uh, amongst the West is gonna it, it's gonna be a crazy fight amongst the West. I mean, you're talking, you got obviously you have your reigning champs, the the Nuggets. You got the Lakers. You got the Suns. You got the Memphis. No, not the Memphis. Well, somewhat the Memphis Grizzlies. Not really. You wouldn't put them in the dogfight uh, anymore. Yeah, I think without Jaw for twenty-five games, and they lost yeah. Ty. I think it's not more of also not having Ty Jones and Marcus Smart comes into fair that. Enough. To be fair, and they get Derrick Rose. I don't hate it. It's just at the end of the day, if you no matter how you feel about the guy John Moran, when he's out there on the court, he's probably a top ten player in the league. Yeah. Um, top ten, top fifteen, and and in terms, of if they ever want to win a championship, John Morant has to be on the floor. I know people say the Grizzlies play better without them. You need John Morant if you're if you're if you're the if you're the, uh, if you're the Grizzlies. And I just don't know with the West being as competitive as it is, can they afford to be? If if the, I said I said uh, a couple episodes before, if the Grizzlies are hovering five hundred, a little bit over five hundred when Ja comes back, they're in a good position because the last couple of years they've been like the two seed in the West. Yeah, like even when Ja's been out. They've still been up there, so it's like, I I don't know the the West. I mean, it, it's tough, man. It, it's really tough because there's just and so even many with the Warriors. Teams. I mean, even the you Mavericks think of too. Ahead, the Mavericks and uh, um the the Clippers. I mean, if 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 Kawhi and Paul George are healthy, you, the Clippers are one of the best teams in the league. I mean, Paul when George gave um, Bones Highland some praise. Yes, he did. Um, Highland's that guy. What's it called? Yeah, he did. And then obviously you have young teams like the Kings. I mean. Yeah. The Kings are up there as well. The, I mean, I said it, I'm high on the Lakers. Unfortunately, I'm high on the Lakers as well. Interesting. They got depth. Can LeBron stay healthy? Even if they didn't believe in your boy? Russ? I think yeah. it worked out, man. It worked out. You got to LA. Stayed in LA. Uh, and then you know how I feel about the T-Wolves. With, uh, they moved to the basement. <laughs> yeah, okay. They're, they're moving. They're getting a new, they get a new stadium next season. Fair enough. Yeah, um, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. And then you know how I feel about Anthony Edwards and the T-Wolves. But um, mm. the West. And, yeah, and it, <laughs> there's so many good teams in the West. Like, yeah, the West. There's really like 12 They have teams. a lot of fun teams. A lot of teams that are in the West that are just a lot of fun. A lot of teams that are like, they're very high offense, high octane. Like, they're just going to give you a lot 
every night, and it's yeah. I'm just not. I'm still amazing not, ball. I'm still not sold on the Suns, man. Like I think they're going to be competitive, and I, I just think defensively, I think they're maybe gonna regular struggle. season they're going to look good. I think it's just maybe playoffs. They'll probably yeah. we'll see something. I think they got some depth pieces over the uh, off season, but defensively, I don't. I don't know if this team is going to be able because in the playoffs you have to be able to uh. defend. I don't know if they'll be able to do it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but looking in the back in the trade with the Drew Holiday trade and the Celtics, what? How do you feel about Robert Williams and Malcolm Brogdon going over to the port to Portland? You think that just kind of adds like yeah, a little bit just more depth? Yeah, I think it's interesting because, um, well, Robert Williams and, and, and DeAndre Aiden, I don't know how that's going to work because I, I, I'm sure it will work because DeAndre Aiden wants to spend time outside of the paint anyways. But if, if DeAndre Aiden wants to be dominant center, as he calls himself, he's going to have to get his – be a little nasty little five. I mean, not even with Robert Williams because Robert Williams came off the bench before, so I think he'd be fine coming off the bench for Portland. You know, coming in as maybe like a six guy that comes in as an energy guy and comes in getting rebounds and blocks. Because, I mean, look at this starting five that I'm thinking. I mean, you got Ant Simons, Scoop. Shaden Sharp at the three? Maybe Shaden Sharp at the three. Jeremy Grant at the four. And Aiton at the five. And then just have Robert Williams, Malcolm Brogdon. Um... Oh my gosh! Matisse Thybul. Matisse Thybul come off the bench. They still have Winslow. Zach Collins with Justice Winslow. Like that's a that's a decent. They have a pretty like Kevin Knox. Like we have. Guy. Yeah, and they <sighs> Oof, paid they name. paid uh, Jeremy Grant a pretty big contract. It did. I mean, he I had mean, a good year though. To be fair, he had a really really good year. And I mean, if he puts, I, I've said it before, he puts up numbers like that. Yeah. Again, with a team that has DeAndre United into the helm and. I mean, you add depth with Brogdon. You add a little bit more veteran veteran take on, you know, the league and stuff like that. So you yeah. see it. Yeah, you yeah. see it in the in the trades. And I think the Celtics feel happy that they got they got a guy like Drew coming in, a champion. So bring him in the house. You know, bring him around Jason Tatum. Yeah. So I think because yeah. I mean. Jason Tatum has definitely been on the other side with uh, Jalen Brown of against uh, Drew Holiday. So yeah, I, I think that. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, can can like a guy like Jalen Brown? I mean, my only question about Jalen Brown is in the playoffs. I mean, to be fair, he was two years ago when they made the finals against the Warriors. He was still he was the best player in that series for the Celtics. I mean, he outplayed Jason Tatum. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Game Seven, people want to talk about um, this year with the seven turnovers and the no left hand. I think, as I said before, you got to. I think it's more about Miami's game plan on Jalen Brown. I mean, because he was able to do it all year up until then. He just, I mean, Miami defended him well, but they've done that with Trey Young, with all the stars that they play against, Demar Derozan. Um, so yeah, I think it, I think it's interesting, man. I'll, so I guess I, what I'm gonna ask you a question though. Real quick. Sorry to cut you no, off. Good. What player, after all these trades, what player? Do you feel like is gonna blow up out of all of these trades? Like what you like? You, you what player do you feel like is just gonna have a year after this trade? Like you're saying, players who are part of this trade, mm-hmm. players that have been a part of a, this trade out of the Celtics with Drew Holiday, the Blazer, or Celtics yet uh, Drew going to the Celtics, Blazers getting eight in, Damian Lillard going to the Bucks. Who do you feel like is gonna have like their numbers are just gonna rise because of the opportunity that they have? Or the opportunity that they can have. Honestly, I think the easy answer is probably DeAndre Ayton. 
Um, mm. Because I, I think I, I just think his mindset's going to be better going into the season because he didn't want to be in Phoenix. He want, I remember a couple years ago when he was a restricted free agent, he wanted to go to the Pacers, uh, and then the Suns matched his contract. Sure. So I think he will. Uh, I, I don't know if Brogdon stays with the Blazers. Maybe they flip him for more pieces. I, I don't really know. Um, but, I mean, in terms of number-wise. He wanted I, to go to the Blazers because he saw Miles Turner shooting threes. So yeah. he's like, I want to shoot threes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and I don't know. Numbers-wise, I'm, I'm Dame's still going to do Dame. Giannis is still going to do Giannis. Um, uh-huh. I, you know, on the flip side, I, I think Chris Middleton, his role is You think be, Dame, though, will average 30? I don't think he's going to have to. I think he'll put up 27, probably 27, 28. You think both of them will average 27-28? Yeah. Giannis. And, I think Giannis will because he gets rebounds. Rebounds, yeah. Um, so it's going to be a lot of Giannis might average points. 10 assists this year. He might average a triple-double. Giannis, true, he could. He might. Um, Potentially. Dep- yeah. I don't know who's who's the ball, who, who's going to have the ball the most in that situation. At least if you're the Bucks, you have two stars, but you know who's getting the ball when they need a bucket like at the end of the game. Probably, I mean, damn, in terms of clutchness. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Giannis nonetheless can get you a bucket whenever he wants to as well. Um, so yeah, I'd I mean, say that. Who, who's the coach again? Is Adrian Griffin of the Blazers? No, 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 Bucks. Oh yeah, Adrian Griffin. Adrian Griffin. Now, so I mean, let's see how good his coaching is. Yeah, Setting I mean, game plan. Well, who do you think's better though, the, the Celtics or the Bucks? No, Bucks. Definitely yeah, I'd say Bucks. Bucks. I'd say Bucks. Say Bucks. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you think about, it, they both kind of lost their little bit of their depth, or like where their kind of like key area was, like in a way. Yeah, but just having Damon Giannis alone. Damon Giannis, puts yeah. Them oh, puts I, them over I, I don't think it's top. really the because you are, pretty much do. I mean, he said it himself, but another guy also said it himself, who I think a lot of people say he is. But Dame said it himself, he's the best point guard in the league, and he's gonna prove it, or that he is, and that he's said that he's been proven that he's the best point guard in the league. So. This is also the first year where Dame kind of has serious expectations in terms of winning. Yeah, yeah a lot more so serious. Like, yeah. like the expectations now, championship or bust, really. True, because, I mean, every time he was on the Trailblazers, it was always just, just like... make the playoffs. Yeah. Maybe win a playoff series. Yeah, it was always just like try to advance deeper than where we were last year. And it was always like, what? That's past the I mean, first yeah, round. Exactly. I mean, who was Dame's best teammate? I mean, CJ or LaMarcus Aldridge? I mean... In terms, not, I'm not saying probably I'm, probably CJ, but Lamarcus Aldridge. I mean, career wise, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see how Dame does in that situation. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I'd say it's I, I think it's the Bucks. Pretty, I mean, the Celtics aren't like that much worse, but I think it's undoubtedly the Bucks. I don't know if there's much of an argument there. Um, so. yeah. I think the team that won the most out of all these trades were the Bucks because it just they just look yeah. such like an overpowered team now where it's just like, wow. But also now the questions about Giannis not staying have got to be out the window. I mean, if this doesn't show to Giannis oh, that the Bucks yeah. are, the Bucks definitely did did do this to keep that man. Yeah, they because you can't now the Giannis can't question the front office and say, "Are you guys committed to winning?" You can't do that now. Yeah, I mean, you got a top ten player in the league. Now you have mm-hmm. two of the top ten players in the league when they play. You're pretty much the best point guard, per se, and per se, yeah. And you have best power forward, best power forward, and arguably the best player in yeah. the NBA. Yeah, yeah. So. It doesn't get much better, and you still have Chris Middleton, as you said, Brooke Lopez. Like they still have a, cu- a bunch of guys who know their role. But I mean, Chris Middleton is not really a role player. But you pretty much also have a top ten center. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
top people think he's top five, and I wouldn't hate it. Um, I mean, he can stretch the floor, he can defend the rim. I mean, I don't know. It's interesting to see how that'll play out. Um, but yeah, I mean, the 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 East definitely two man show, Mike. And I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, um, I. I I I don't know I I don't know I don't know because as a Knicks fan you you have the year you have last year where it's like wow you're you're a couple wins away from a conference finals and now it's like eh you know we'll compete for the playoffs again um, yeah. but I I don't know man it's, it's, it, the NBA is a crazy league crazy crazy league I mean it's it's off seasons man so we always pray for I mean the NBA we always we love our off seasons we love our free agencies we love our trade deadlines because it's always we see something yeah it's always great NBA has always been Great, great media, great, you know, everything, storytelling and everything, narrating, you know, that script, that NBA script. We love it. We love it. But I don't know. Are we going to get a Taylor Swift? Are we what? Are we going to get a Taylor Swift in the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> I won't be an NBA fan. Not yeah, fan. me neither. Hopefully it's none of your, like, Nick buddies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please tell them none of them get Ice Spice. None of them get Ice Spice? Nope. All right, well, all I got to say is the Eagles are 4 now, so. Okay, that's a little messed up. We got trampled by the the Bills. Yeah, the Bills just one, kept running through. Yeah, Josh Allen, you know, shout to fo- fo- shout to you know the NFL. Shout to our, yeah, little, anybody is, anybody that's a big football guy. So you know anybody that's a big football yeah. person. We're diverse here. We got uh we we know we talk other sports, not really, but no, really, we talk a little bit just because you know we got a little bit of time left. But um, I know we always. I mean, West Virginia. Oh yeah, I mean we could talk about that for another minute. I mean. Just four for a one. couple minutes going into third segment. Four and one. Who would have thought? Not many people, man. But no. with the schedule they have, it's it's pretty it's pretty favorable, man. Like the, the odds are looking pretty good against them and uh they look like Crazy. a pretty good football team. Yeah. Yeah, they look like a pretty good football team. These yeah. Boy, you seem a little hesitant, Mike. Yeah. I'm a little hesitant. I don't know. I just uh yeah, I guess last game. Kind of proved that we we're a little bit better because of TCU, but I mean TCU kind of lost to Colorado. Colorado doesn't look that great. Yeah, Colorado kind of fell off a little bit, but I mean they have they have a tough schedule, so yeah. Um, but the Mountaineers, man, it's, it's crazy. No, go us. Yeah, no, go we're us. definitely go go us. Go Mountaineers. Everything like keep going. Like if this is how we're gonna win out the if if this is how we win this season and we have like a five hundred record, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. If it's a nitty gritty game every time and it's just ugly, ugly running the game, listen. Yeah. If this is Cleveland Browns offense, Cleveland Browns offense. Yeah, that's fine. Our defense looks top notch. I'll give it to that. That's one yeah, thing. Man. I'll shout out our I don't know who who's our defense I don't know who's our defensive coordinator. Uh I can fact check you that. I I, I know that I, I Come on, I Brian, just, ain't you working with the football football group? <laughs> <laughs> um anyway. Got a couple I'm a basketball seconds. guy, man. I'm a basketball guy. Um but yeah, I mean defense. Jordan, Le- oh Jordan Leslie, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Jordan Leslie. D- defense looks top notch in the Big Twelve. So keep going for this, you know, that view. So let's go Mountaineers. Yeah, man. Uh, obviously, let's go Mountaineers. But uh, this has been Hoopoo and Mike and Brian right here on U ninety two the Moose. What's popping? What's popping, everybody? I'm Mike. I'm Brian. And welcome back to segment three. We are talking NBA predictions. What well, Mike and Brian are thinking going into the season, man. We, we're going to see what's going to be going on, man. I mean, there, there's a lot 
a lot. We talked about even segment two a little bit, trying to go into it. Kind of had to go a little bit off topic again, just so we don't talk too much ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So, but um, Brian, I mean, man, what do you got? What do you got? Give me, give me some good stuff, man. Throw, yeah. throw, throw me some good stuff. Um, obviously. You guys know how I feel about Anthony Edwards. I'll save that for later. Um, <laughs> I probably sound like a broken record right now, but uh, I got a couple for you, Mike. Um, first, I first, I mean, I, do we, I don't know if I will, if I want to get your pain out of the way. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do it. My my prediction is the Heat struggle this year. I think that they fall out of the top six in the East, um, which I'll get into a little bit later. But I know, Mike, I'm, I'm not. I don't just do that as a Nick fan because I'm not a because I, I despise the Heat, but I genuinely. Just think for Heat fans, it has to be a frustrating offseason. I feel bad for you. Uh, we said it before, you missed out on guys like Beal, Dame, and uh, Drew Holiday. But at the end of the day, this team did make the finals. But, I mean, nonetheless, they were still the eight seed at the end of the day. And I'm not talking about playoff time. Playoff time, they'll probably be fine. I'm talking yeah. about regular season alone. Um, I mean, Lowry and Butler aren't getting any younger. The Bucks and Celtics made a big jump. Younger teams that we've talked about made a big jump. They, and then they obviously lost Gabe Vincent and Max Drews. I mean, you got Josh Richardson, which is great. I think they'll compete for a playoff spot, but if things go south, Jimmy's 34. Like, I don't know how much longer he could be patient in terms of winning a ring. And I, th- I think it's got to be frustrating for Tyler Hero. I mean, the man's been in a trade talk every single offseason of his career. So I, I think the Heat are going to struggle, and I would not be shocked if they're – well, I, I, I'll say no, I think they'll be back in the plan. I, I don't see them finishing top six in the East this year. Um Obviously, as a Heat fan, Mike, all by his side. Like, what are your thoughts on that? You can obviously disagree with me if you if you if if you do. I mean, just tell me what your thoughts are. No, I see us struggling this year. I don't think um anything. I'm not gonna be too high. I mean, uh, it stinks. We I it makes me really look at Pat Riley and think like, come on, man, what are we doing? And the opportunity was there. Um. But did we have enough? Why don't we have enough at this moment? Why? I I am just gonna say we we had opportunities earlier, like the trade deadline, uh, off season last year, the off season before, the trade deadline before, where we were in, tr- in trade talks about getting certain guys, and it was just like we didn't get them. Nothing happened. They didn't cut there. They got to another team, and they probably left that team. And then what happens? We go to the finals. Like I, I, I it, it, it's so hard to be a fan because it's just like, damn, I love my team. Yeah, and the thing was, you guys, the Heat were an eighth seed last year, and you you lost pieces, a bunch yeah. of pieces that help you make that playoff run. So it's like, I think they're going to struggle. I w- again, I wouldn't be shocked if they're back at the eighth seed next year. We just, you know, we ride out, man. We we ride out again. I mean, it, it's hard to say we ride out because uh, I've been hearing this all out about people just making jokes about Heat fans. We right now, like, just ride it out with Jimmy Butler and, you know, Pat Riley's just paying attention to, you know, putting more, you know, grease in his hair, slicking it back. But, you know, I mean, off the potential, I mean, the team doesn't look too crazy bad. I mean... Still got Jimmy, got Bam. I mean, we got a good potential backup big in Orlando Robinson. I mean, J- we got Justin Champagne from the Spurs. Yeah, who kinda got killed. pieces. I just don't know. We got potential pieces. They're not pieces. I mean, uh, they're potential. Yeah, Jovich too. You just don't know. Yeah. So those are my thoughts about the Heat, Mike. Um, but moving on, I, I, I'll say another one I have. Again, I've been vocal about it. I don't know about even on Hooping, but just in the radio in general. Uh, I don't think Victor Wembanyama is going to win Rookie of the Year. Woo! 
I think statistically, he'll probably have the numbers to win it. But with the NBA implementing that policy in terms of how many games a player has to play to be eligible for an award, I don't see Victor Wembanyama playing enough games to get the award. Um, the, he, obviously, the Spurs are going to struggle, but that's besides the point. Um, and after the Dame situation, I think this, it's it's written on the wall that I think Scoot takes it home. And I, lo- I love a, a bunch of the other rookies as well. I mean, Wembanyama is a great prospect as well. I'm not trying to hate You think Chet wins it? I was going to say Chet. I think, well, the thing is, Chet might not have to win it because he's on a very talented team. True. But um, Scoot, I like Scoot. I'm not really sold on Brandon Brandon Miller, but the Thompson twins are good. I think they show that they can be very good two-way players in the league. And then Keontae George is also a name that I've been high on. Uh, I saw him play when he played on – yeah, he was on Baylor, dropped 34, 30 points as a freshman right here at the Coliseum. Uh, And Jarris Walker as well for the Pacers is a guy who I think can – yeah. He's in a pretty good situation playing with Tyrese Halliburton. But I, mm-hmm. I, I just think they're going to handle this situation that's similar to how the Pelicans handled Zion Williamson. And he's just not gonna Which rookie do you think has, like, the perfect opportunity to, like, make a name for himself? I'd say Scoot. Scoot? I'd say Scoot. Obviously, with just the Dame trade in general, I think that's, like, what most people will say. Um, I think that Brandon Miller, I don't know. I thought Scoot was better than Brandon Miller. And then... Yeah. Uh, I think it's a Sar Thompson. Who, the one who, the I could be wrong. Excuse me if I'm wrong. But the Pistons are the Pistons. The, yeah, I think it's a yeah. Sar. Um, I think he's in a good situation as well. I mean, the the Pistons on core. Um, I, I'm I'm as high on the Pistons as most people are. I, I wouldn't be. They they could make the playoffs. I think. They could like maybe like he's play in playoff. Open but. that seven. Yeah, that going to six seven eight. It's really it's open. Six it's open. seven eight is really open. I mean, to be, I mean not to be. Crazy, but I mean, really, realistically, four through, yeah, yeah, yeah. four through eight, four are through really eight open. Um, and I, I mean, people are forgetting that. Like, I mean, obviously, Cade only played twelve games last year, but he averaged twenty and six. Now he has, mm-hmm. uh, Bogan, uh, Bojan Bogdanovich had had oh, averaged like twenty one, shooting forty eight percent from the field last year. Yes. Um, like they got pieces, and then they also have Jalen Duren, who's going to great rim to rim presence, and I think the okay. pick and roll with Kate Cunningham is going to be great. Not as sold on Jaden Ivey. I think he's a little bit raw, but I mean he has a ton of potential. He's aggressive. He just I think Volume he's a little shooter. too out of control. Yeah, he's just a little too out of control. But I mean he's young. Um, I I think he does great. I think Jaden Ivey is a great piece. I think he he think he, he attacks the basket. I think he, they're a better complement than Jalen Green and Kevin Porter yeah. Jr. Well, yeah, I mean, I, Kevin Porter Jr. is not even with the team anymore. Yeah, but that uh, too. yeah, I I think yeah. Sar Thompson. I think he can be like a Drew Holiday in this league. Yeah, he's got to develop that shot. I yeah, I and Isaiah Stewart averaged eleven and eight off the bench last year. He did. So Isaiah Stewart's a decent little. You know, he's kind of like um, you know who I really like, who I would feel like. If one of them would leave, I feel like if more the the French guy would leave with your Timberwolves, Gobert, Gobert leaving, but Nas Reed, Nas Reed, Nas Reed is a really good. He got backup. that contract. Him and Isaiah Stewart kind of remind me I, yeah. of like kind of like the same player, but Nas Reed is more versatile. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's athletic, very yes. athletic, and I think that along with the Pistons, I mean, they have Wiseman and Bagley who have potential. Yeah, um, I don't know what their role. They're probably battling for minutes, if anything. So the Pistons, I mean, Asar Thompson, I said that. I mean, I think he's, he just needs to develop that jump shot, but he's, he's probably, like, what, 19, 20? He can score mm-hmm. around the rim, and he's, and he's athletic, and he can defend. I mean, I don't know what there's not to love about the Thompson twins. Um, 
So that's my thought about the Pistons. Obviously, Monty Williams as well. I mean, the year, the year he went into coaching the, the Suns, the Suns were 28th and 29th in offensive and defensive rating. And that season he came in, they were 15th. They were 12th in offensive rating and 16th in defensive rating. So they went from one of the worst teams in the league to in the middle of the pack, which is a big jump. And the yeah. Pistons have a young core with veterans. They still have Monte Morris, um, Alec Burks, and Joe Harris. Like, they have veterans on this team. Like, the Pistons, I wouldn't be shocked if they make the playoffs. If they stay healthy, I would not be surprised. Um, And then, do you have any other thoughts on the Pistons? No, I mean, you really hitting everything on the dot, man. I mean, the team looks really, really well. I mean, I've always been high on the Pistons. I've even, last year, I was really, really high on the Pistons. I told everybody, I said, hey, pay attention, man. Kate Cunningham, he's a really, really good player. Jay Nivey, I mean, I know... You and your volume shooters, man. You and your I've volume shooters, down on Brian. That a little bit. Come on now. Come on now. I'm telling you, they develop they develop into something that they, man, the more shots you take, the more the you know, the better. All right, man. The You'd better? rather go old old for thirty. I mean, the more shots you make, the better. That too, but I mean, uh, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. That's true. But nah, I'm just saying more, you know, I just rather go old for thirty than zero for zero. You didn't shoot the ball. Oh, for I mean, if you're over thirty, would you rather have Duncan Robinson running out for marathon, or would you rather have Dion Waiters shooting shots? What type of shots? Three point shots. If it's three point, just I'm just shoot for a bucket. I'm just saying in general for a bucket, Dion Waiters. If you want to get a bucket, I mean, Dion Waiters was not yeah, but I'm bucket. just saying in general, like I'm just in the game. I'm just saying you'd rather have Duncan Robinson in the sense that he's just probably going to run out there for a marathon, that he's probably not going to get any <laughs> shots up. I'll say this about my own guy. I can say this because it's my own guy, but I'm just—I'm being realistic. No, I feel, I feel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. I mean, no, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I, that, that's why I feel so high on Jay Nivey. That's why I think he'll probably he'll work out because you know what? Even though Kate, Kate Cunningham is very versatile, but Kate Cunningham has a very good set shot to where he can just kind of catch and shoot. So I feel like he attacks the ball with Jay Nivey, and he can just kind of set big body, and he got the length. Yeah, with Cade and everybody else, it's, it's a he's, lot of like. Yeah, and he's he's young, so I'm not saying he's yeah. not going to be good. I'm just saying he has a lot to learn. Um, but I mean, yeah, he's very talented. I mean, and if that's yeah. the backcourt of the future, they're in pretty good hands. Yeah. Um, and then another young team, I'm I'm really high on, and we've talked about him, Mike, are Tanner Lambert's Orlando Magic. I mean, yes, they're young yes, cores. Yes. They could. I'll say. It, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they make very the talented and team. Very I guess talented. Another bold prediction I have for this team is I I wouldn't be shocked if Paulo Bancaro is an All Star this year. Um, Six. Six. They reach six. Six what? Orlando Magic reached six in the, in the, in east? the east. I mean, the, the young core. I mean, Paulo averaged twenty-seven and three. You have friends uh, Wagner. You have Anthony Black, a six-seven guard who plays the game at his own pace. Yeah. Keep I mean, going. Keep going. Say, keep saying the names. Keep saying Jaylen the names. Jalen Suggs. I mean, he's been a guy who I haven't seen a lot of. But Jed Howard, the drop pick too. The, the the guards are just battling for Wendell minutes. Carter. Wendell Carter. Wendell Carter still plays at a really good clip. Yeah, and but like Jonathan Isaac too when he's Jonathan healthy. Isaac, yes. He Fultz, can. Cole Anthony. I mean. And Chumo Kiki, he hasn't. We haven't seen him yet because he's been hurt. But like, a really good defensive player. Yeah, and I, as you said before, Wendell Carter Jr., um, the rim protector he is. Like the only question I have about this team is the guard depth and what the guard rotation is going to look like, just because mm. they have a bunch of young guards on that team. So mm. I wouldn't be shocked if they move on from one of the guys. Jonathan Isaac for a guard. Trade Jonathan Isaac for a guard. For I think they have too many guards. I think they have to trade like Cole Anthony or Jalen Suggs. Oh, true. Oh, yeah. Trade a guard for a guard. Or, yeah, trade a like, guard probably I for mean, like another. Maybe like another three because Isaac goes down. I mean, you have Franz. Yeah. Or maybe a four then. Or maybe a better yeah. five. True. I mean, they lost Bull Bull to the Suns, but um, 
yeah, again, uh, what are your thoughts on the Magic, man? No, I'm really high on the Magic. I've always, I've always, I've always been a homer with the Magic. The Magic will always be, you know, a good home team for me, even though it's always going to be Miami, the Heat over everybody, Heat Nation over everybody. And um, but I mean, the Magic, a hey, man, it's scary team. Just very, everybody's just very versatile. Everybody's very scary, very scary, talented on that team that could just lot of have great potentials and. It's it's a lot of talent thrown around that could really complement each other because I mean, even when you think about it, you have Wendell Carter starting at the center, and you have Paolo at the four, Franz at the three, uh, Gary Harris or Jalen Suggs at the two, with um, Cole Anthony and um, oh, I'm freezing on his name, Markel Fultz, and Markel Fultz. So, I mean, the team looks good. The team does look good, really. Like, they have the depth anyways if they don't trade anybody. Because they have Jonathan Isaac that can come off the bench. I think uh, Franz Wagner's brother is also oh, on the team. Uh, Mo Wagner. Mo, yeah. Who's also on the team. So, I mean, I'm not saying they're, like, great players. But the team is there. The team is, is it there. great player? Like, do they... Like, their star player is supposed to be Paolo, correct? If yeah, Correct Paolo, me if I'm wrong. It's supposed Paolo, to be yeah, and then Paolo. And then Franz is supposed to be, like, their second guy now. Because, I mean... You see it now. Paul, uh, Franz is like their second guy. Yeah, yeah. Like there's even Sometimes moments the he was guy. the first guy. Like he was a lot, showing a lot better. And I've, I've even, I would even say he's probably their guy. I would even say he's, Franz has shown he's a lot better than Paulo in certain moments. Cause he, I'd say if you're getting a bucket, I mean, I, 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 I say, Franz can yeah. shoot from the hash. Yeah. Like crazy. And then Paulo kind of like, Paulo's he, like in and out a little bit. In and out, but like he could catch, like if he's open, he can shoot cash. But yeah. like Franz will catch you with a dribble. Oh okay. yeah, no, exactly, and I, 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 that's why I'm high on the magic. And then, yeah. um, not to just completely uh, go away from that, but I, I, well, before we run out, we still have a couple more minutes. But a team I want to talk about on the West that I think is gonna make a playoff case this year that it didn't last year, where they made the play in is Oklahoma City Thunder. I think they're gonna be this year's version of the Sacramento Kings. Shea yeah. arguably had an MVP caliber season last year. The Thunder just Dude, weren't competitive enough for him to really be an MVP conversation. Oh, you boy. have Chet coming back, who I, I'm high on as well. Mm. Josh Giddy plays like a brand of basketball that we don't see a lot. He's very fundamental. Just yeah. makes the right play, gets the ball where it needs to go. He's a great compliment to Shea. Jalen Williams, uh, Lou Dort's one of the better, more of the most underrated two-way players in the game. Um, but, yeah, Jalen Williams I, I had a great season last year. I believe he made all, uh, all-rookie all first team. I mean, what are your thoughts on the on the uh, Thunder, Mike? Oh, Thunder, hey, man, another young team. Uh, Sam Presti, you know what you're doing, man. You know what you're doing. Keep, keep doing. I mean, I, I, I hope. They can get over that leap of just winning more games and not just being this kind of just building team because I don't want like I want the Thunder because that's another thing you know what was a good topic I heard somebody bring up Thunder having a rebrand oh I did see I saw that I saw that I saw that yeah I think it was on the you don't like the Thunder like jerseys and stuff no I love no. No, I, like I do some of, them. some of them. The colorways is great, but like the colorway could look so much cooler yeah, if could. they re- got a rebrand. I, I don't hate their. Lo- I, I like their logo. No, their logo needs to. No, it's it's we've had it for a long. Well, time. Well, yeah, I think they could do something crazy with it. I mean, it looks too early two thousand nostalgic. Like it, it's good, but it's just like yeah, we, everybody it everybody's gotten to a new newer, and some people have gone to new but throwback in a, like. 
Yeah, you saw with the Jazz, they just released those throwback jerseys that they're wearing this year. And obviously the Raptors and the Grizzlies. Charlotte Hornets, even more like people were like, oh, well, they don't need a remand look at Charlotte Hornets. I'm like, the Charlotte Hornets now have the print stripes on them. They look oh, the, nice yeah, now. The, the Hornets branding is pretty well. Like their jerseys. I like their colors. <laughs> Mr. Beastables. They got Beast. Oh, Mr. I saw Beast. that. I saw yeah, that. So. And hey, LaMelo Ball, man. going to have a big year. Yeah, yeah. Shot. Hey, yeah, there you go. That's another young team. But, um, but really, we my bad. We were talking about the Thunder. Thunder, like, like I said before, I mean... I have high hopes for Chet. You know, I mean, I'm not going to go crazy and say rookie of the year. I mean, I could say crazy and go rookie of the year because he has the potential and he has he really has a skill and he looked really, really good in the summer league and the off season. really. I mean, I've seen a couple pro runs and training. He looks he looks really good. Just hope he can stay healthy mm-hmm. is what I hope. So, you know, I would say shoot for rookie of the year because obviously you did have your injury and everything that held you back, unfortunately. So shoot for that. And, I mean, you do that, and everybody kind of falls in line. I mean, Jalen Williams keeps doing Jalen Williams things. I mean, they also made the they won a playing game last year too. Like they, they did. Were, they were they just did. outside the playoffs. So what I'm saying is probably not as bold as you may think. I mean, they were right outside. The talent, the talent is there. I wouldn't say the expectations are too high, as though. Yeah, and also, it's just like you're not yeah, you're and young. You're going to see a like, team like the Mavericks get back up in there. Yeah. Um, I obviously, I mean, the Blazers are competitive, but um. Yeah, I mean they were the ninth of the Pelicans too. I mean you know how I've, I've what I've said about the Pelicans, um, but yeah, so that I yeah that's something that I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, what else do I got here, Mike? Okay, yeah, I mean I'll say I said I was gonna save it for last, but I mean we got like a uh, two or three minutes left. I mean Anthony Edwards making first team all league is another thing. I, I I've said it for a while. I still I'll stick. Dang, by I it. thought you were gonna talk about another team. Who? I mean I mean Anthony Edwards to, to talk about that. Anthony Edwards, yes. Um, but that 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 kind of eliminates what you what you said before about Devin Booker. So you so so what you're saying is, I want you to hear. Say I want, I want everyone to hear here on first yeah. on hooping. You hear what you're saying is Anthony Edwards becomes the, no, the no. best shooting guard I'm, in the league. I'm this glad year. you said that. I, I that's not what I'm saying exactly. I'm saying okay. statistically, like he's gonna. I think he'll have the best shooting guard season because I mean. He's th- he's undoubtedly the number one guy in Minnesota. Where Booker is gonna have times where he's the number three guy. Do you do you think he's the best shooting guard in the league? Anthony Edwards. Yes. No, it's Devin Booker. It's Devin. I I still okay. I I think it's Booker, Mitchell, and then Anthony Edwards. Okay. Maybe J- if people say oh, get mad at me for not seeing Jalen Brown, that's fair. But um, I put Edwards at three. But I think at the end of the year he he might he might surpass Mitchell. He might. I'm not saying he will. He might. Um, but if he gets first team all league, it'll be hard for me not to put him over. Um, but book. I think I think Booker is the best shooting guard in the league, hands down. Anthony Edwards will, as a great argument to get second all team. First all team is a little bit of a stretch. A little bit. No, that's fair. I would that's say fair. Because of the situation that he's in, but I will argue you next. If like the next year, if this year doesn't work out as best, and somehow he still has a good year. I'll say the next year he fights for being the best shooting guard in the league. But I will tell you this. He does have to fight again. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you not put him number two? And you said no, Jalen Brown. Mitchell is Donovan no, Mitchell and then Jalen Brown and then it goes in. That's fair. But look, we're running out of time, but I'll make it quick. I mean, people did say that, you know, Gobert would hurt Anthony Edwards' production, which is fair because he clocks the paint. But at the end of the day, Anthony Edwards had an increase in points, rebounds, assists, blocks, field goal percentage, and three-point field goal percentage. True. And steals. 
last season. So we'll we'll see if that goes up. But again, it's, it's a that's probably my boldest take, and I've said it before, so I'm gonna stick by it. And just don't be surprised. That's all. I'm uh, but you know, before we head out, make sure to follow our socials at Hoopin Mike and Brian out on all platforms on YouTube as well. We're at Hoopin we're at Hoopin on Instagram and TikTok, and we're also at Hoopin underscore MB on uh, Twitter as well. Uh, this is another episode of. Hooping with Mike and Brian. This has been Hooping with Mike and Brian right here on U92 The Moose. Stay tuned. Stay listening. Stay hooping.